Hello and welcome back to Tay Radio Marin. I am your host, Javier Vicuna, and today I am joined by my co-host... Kimberly Escobar. And on today's show, we have Ariel and Luis from Aria Agresiva joining us. We also have Brian and Kevin actually waiting in the back, so they'll be on the show halfway through as well. Uh, but welcome. Thank you both for being with us today. I'm really excited to learn more about your guys' band and just kind of get to know you guys because um, we've featured you guys on, on Tay and at our open mics here at the Multicultural Center. And, uh, you know, it's just be great to highlight you guys and, and, and see what you guys are up to. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and just introduce yourselves briefly. Hello, I'm Luis Martinez. I play bass and toloche for Aria Agresiva. Uh, my name is Adil Rodas, and um, I play the toe string and sing in the voice. Awesome. So right before we get into knowing you guys a bit more, um, I did want to ask a little icebreaker question before we get in. And I wanted to ask you guys, what is your go-to food dish? So like, what, what, what is like your favorite type of meal or food? Tacos. Tacos. What tipo de tacos? Del pastor. Al pastor. That's the, that's the right answer right there. Yeah. Al pastor tacos are good. Do you guys, do you like lengua? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Al pastor tacos are pretty good. That That's definitely one of my favorites. How about you, Ariel? Um, well, I was going to say pastor, but um, <laughs> one other one is, uh, I'll say birria. Birria tacos? Birria tacos are good. Or and quesadillas. Quesadillas are super good. Yeah, I feel like that's gotten more popular as of, as of, I feel like I didn't know about quesadillas, like I would say before COVID hit. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. now it's gotten more. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Kim? That's hard. I, I'm like trying to think. Um, I, this is, I would say ramen. 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 Okay, yeah, ramen's a good choice. Ramen's good. Yeah, I really only go to SF for ramen. But yeah, ramen. I mean, that's the place to get good ramen. Yeah. I mean, I've also seen people mix uh, birria with ramen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? I've seen that. I, seen I heard that. it's what? disgusting. Well, oh. it sounds disgusting. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. like, yeah. Like, sounds they mix good. it with the consomme, right? Yeah, like, the consomme and everything, and I'm just like, yeah. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Um, but as for myself, I really like mole. So anything with mole, like chicken or... Mole burritos, mm-hmm. any of that stuff, I'm crazy about. So, yeah, well, thanks for sharing, guys. Yeah. Um, so, just getting right into it. So, um, I'm just going to ask you. So, Kim and I are just going to ask you some questions here, but feel free to just jump in between you guys yourselves because I know these questions might apply to both of you. Um, so, I just want to start off with so, so how'd you guys meet? How'd you guys all, all kind of get together? Well, like all of us, or just like me, me and Louis? You guys and Brian and Kevin. The whole band. The whole band. Well, um, um, well, I met Luis through um. Well, I've, I've been I've been knowing Luis, but like we weren't really close. Uh, I remember I remember I think we used to go to this program together, uh, like a like a youth program. I think it was called uh, Young Life. Young like, Life, yeah. Young Life. Then back like huh. when we were younger, mm-hmm. and then um. And um and Brian, I, I um I've been knowing him since since davidson but we also weren't really close um we started we became friends like in high school because we we did wrestling together and um and kevin i've been knowing since since uh uh, since seventh grade Mm. since davidson yeah oh awesome and that's kind of how so that's how you guys got together so a lot lot of just school and it seems like you guys kept up um after yeah yeah, graduation and all that that's great yeah yeah um, and then what, what made you want to like kind of start the group? Like you guys all just kind of realized you all played instruments or, or how that, how that really happened there? Well, we want to go first and I'll answer. Uh, 
already had my own grupo. Mm. But uh, he contacted me through through Instagram. He was like, hey, pull up. <laughs> yeah. In the basis or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. So you guys all just texted each other being like, oh, let's just meet up? Yeah. Or... No, was like, it just you two? No, no, no. So, well, what, what do you mean, like Jesus? Because he said he said you texted him to pull up to pull up where? <laughs> oh, so yeah, well, did you guys <laughs> practice somewhere or like where would you guys practice? We want the details. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, I guess uh, with 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 Luis, um, at the time uh, we wanted uh, a toloche player because. Uh, Could you explain what a toloche player is? You want to explain that? I mean, yeah, go, go, yeah, go ahead. Liz. That big ass violin. Oh, like the big, oh, like the big, yeah, the big violin. Oh, I yeah. got you. Okay. What is that in English? It's a stand up bass. Stand up bass. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, yeah, we've been looking. So the plan was because we had another bass player, but he didn't really like playing bass. He was more like of a sax player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and so he ended up, we ended up, he ended up going to uh, playing saxophone. And so uh, Luis came in handy, so because he knew how to play the bass and the toilet and the was standard bass and um, and yeah, so and so I hit him up and he and he said that he was interested in uh, helping us out. So mm-hmm. I just tell him to come up to um, pull up one of these days that that w- when we practice and he just ended up coming and and then from there, yeah, we just practiced from there. Gotcha. So youth three with um, Brian and Kevin, you guys were all already. In a group, and then he came in. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much it was uh, it was me, Kevin, uh, Brian, and this this other guy named Diego. Mm-hmm. But um, and then uh, and then uh, the other bass player he couldn't couldn't play anymore. So and then uh, brought in Luis. Mm. Yeah. Saludos a Diego. <laughs> Saludos Diego. So he he like kind of had no choice but to leave, or like how was that? Who? Uh, well, no. Uh, Diego left because. Um, he like he he like to play saxophone. saxophone yeah. yeah, he like he he like playing saxophone and um. You guys don't want to start like, a ska band now? Uh, well, <laughs> the, the that, well, it was like a different type of genre, type of music. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. really like the like sereno type of music. It was like um, I don't know what you call that. Um, More like cumbias. Oh, cumbias. Like like, like like los conejos. I don't know if you know them. Mm. Estilo like that. Mm, okay. Um, or like um, los temedar. So you guys just kind of went your separate ways in types in terms of like type of music to yeah, play. Type yeah, of music. Yeah, like, and that, that happens. You yeah. know what I mean? And I mean, no, I'm, I'm sure you guys don't have any no, 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 ill no, blood no. or anything. No, yeah, it's no, just no. it just happens, yeah. and and that's important to highlight. You know, yeah. people just move forward, and especially musical artists mm-hmm. feel like whenever you're making music, there's always at some point you're like, you know what, I actually want to focus on this more now. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. So that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I guess you know they say things happen for a reason, but um, yeah, and um. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's been with us since since I would say like four, four, four five months now. Four, so you guys months. have only been a band, really, all of you for five months. Well, all of us, well, like taking it serious, I would say like um, I would say like a whole year now, like almost a year now, taking it taking it serious. Um, more, which is back then, which is more like um. Just like it was more like hanging out, you know, like mm-hmm. playing this, playing our just practicing, just jamming, jamming out, yeah. you know, like exactly. hang out and yeah, yeah, yeah. do our things and uh, just jam out and, and that's it, really. Mm-hmm. And Luis, I wanted to ask you, what made you start playing bass? Like, what? How, how did that happen? Uh, I started off uh, with guitar. Like, oh, you started off with guitar. Okay. Guitar, yeah. I had uh, my own little grupo. I would do a jo- uh, deal's job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then uh, I don't know. You don't really see that much uh, basses and tolochistas here in Marin County, so I was like, oh, I'll give it a, 
chance. Yeah, I mean, like especially like stand up bass, you know, like the like the toloche, that right? Yeah. Um, like those, I always like am so impressed at how people do because you know a bass has frets on it, right? Yeah. Like an electronic bass traditionally has frets on it, but like a stand up bass doesn't have frets on it, right? Nah, I just no. mark them with tape. Oh, you mark them with tape. Yeah. Oh, there. We, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I've seen that before too. Um, and what do you like better? Do you like playing bass more or do you like playing guitar more? I like both. Yeah. You like both equally. Both. Yeah. Yeah, and do you think it's like interchangeable? Like, like if you learn guitar, then you can pick up a bass, vice versa. Like if you learn bass, you can yeah. probably play some guitar. I say if you know guitar, it's way easier to learn bass mm -hmm. and oh, all okay. the scales and everything. Oh, gotcha. So you, you are, do you know scales and chords and all that stuff? Like, how'd you teach teach yourself all that? Well, I learned off uh, YouTube in my mm. ear. Oh, okay, okay. During the pandemic. Okay. You self taught yourself. Self taught, yeah. Oh damn, that's, that's awesome. I feel like learning to play an instrument is quite hard to teach yourself. I, <laughs> I cannot. I try to like do piano, but I couldn't. <laughs> And well, guitar, so it takes time, right? So. And a lot of practice. Once you get one instrument, you could probably do most of them. Most of them, yeah. So you know three instruments so far. Uh, four. 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 What's the other instrument? Uh, accordion. I know. Oh, the accordion. Yeah. You self-taught yourself on all of those. All of them, yeah. Wow, that's all amazing. You. The pandemic was very. Helpful <laughs> <laughs> and, and that, yeah, no, absolutely. My life. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to ask? I was going to yeah. say, I wish we had all of them on here just because it's easier to ask certain questions. But uh, I have a question for both of you. How have you guys from when you first started as a group to now, like how has that changed like yourselves within the group and outside the group? Like what growth have you seen yeah, the in group. the group since you guys started? Um, commitment. commitment. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of commitment. Um, um Commitment, uh, I would say like a lot of, what would, say a lot of hard, like, um, <clears throat> what else, what else? Like, just feeling like the, the band, like you guys are growing closer together, right? And there's that more of that commitment, that more drive to keep playing? I mean. Yeah, it's just, uh, uh -huh. well, yeah, more commitment and, um, I guess like, um, well, it's, uh, like. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, can you repeat the question? What from when you guys first started as a band uh -huh. to now? To what now. is okay. the growth that you've seen either like within the band or within yourself? I guess yeah. like um, we, we've learned like um, the growth, like um, in growth, I would say um, like the songs that like the we learned more songs, I would say, mm -hmm. and um, we've gotten better too. Um, like I was, I, I would watch like videos from like months ago and i'm like, like you know like <laughs> yeah it's like ah uh, but you guys have improved as a band like in terms of like playing together yeah yeah right together. yeah and and like and connecting with each other mm -hmm. like, when we play and um and yeah 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 like um what do you call it like synchronizing synchronizing like staying on rhythm yeah, and on rhythm. yeah because mm -hmm. that's the other thing that i've i've seen and i found really interesting about you guys is you guys don't have a drummer yeah, yeah so it's oh. like yeah, 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 we don't have a drummer at the moment. <laughs> right, at the moment. But, like, how do you guys, for example, how do you guys stay on time? And how, how do you guys, it's just through practice or? It's So, um, since we don't have a drummer, so the one that who's really um, with the beat is the bass player. Right. The bass player is usually the one, like, making us, you know, leading. Stay, stay on time, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Because it's it's hard, like you know, from from the bands that I've helped record, it's hard to not have like a drum track mm-hmm. to play to or have like a solid foundation. Because if you don't play to a click track, for example, mm-hmm. like yeah, it sounds good when you guys are playing together, but then like after you'll see that there's some timing mistakes here and there. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you don't have that click. But there are some people out there who can just like play like no problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you guys sound great even without the. Uh, with the drummer, but yeah, no, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, well, well, the the music that we do, um, it doesn't really take drums. Um, yeah, unless, that's the other thing. Yeah, unless it was like uh, Norteña, like with uh, bajo quinto and uh, an accordion, and then I would take drums. But but usually for Sereno, nah, it's not really not really drums. Mm-hmm. You want to add? I kind of still want my question answered. <laughs> I'm kidding, but um, I want to know like what's the growth within yourself, like not necessarily with the band but like with yourself like has you has you guys being in the band like helped yourself be help yourself and does that make sense like how How, how has playing (laughs) music helped you personally like what what do you get from playing music thank you (laughs) yeah you can go ahead luis all right uh so the Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is <laughs> like, uh, like, okay. So, like, let's say when you're playing music, does it help you de-stress? De-stress. I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does and it help you like get away from some like if you're too much in your head, like have problems or something? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, for me, for that question, um, I guess it does. It, like, um, it takes away my stress, and um, mm-hmm. it, 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 and um, it like takes me to like you know a different world, you know. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Usually, like, um, when I practice, like, I could practice for, like, two hours or three hours, and it'll feel like, like, 30 minutes or, like, 15 minutes, and like, I'll just be in my own world mm-hmm. in music. And especially, like, um, yeah, it's just, like, um, it just makes me happy, you know? Like, um, it's something that I really love, you know? And uh, it's something that I probably won't ever, like, probably, like, give up or anything. Cause mm-hmm. It's, like, um, it's a skill that I have, and mm-hmm. and it's a skill that I want to nurture, nurture, and... um get better out at it but yeah but yeah it makes me you know like uh mentally it makes me happy and uh like for example if i'm feeling sad or something or having like a rough day and if i practice with the group or something like all that just goes away mm. or if i'm performing yeah. and all that just goes away yeah i mean that's what that's what i hear from a lot of uh you know musicians right is that it's a good way to escape from everything and then just well kind of like when you're playing music you're you're like headspace is like only thinking about the music yeah. right like you're just in the zone right mm-hmm. um so that that's like the magic that that magic that music um you know really sh- shows mm-hmm. um and then i actually wanted to move back a little bit and ask so you guys label yourselves as a sireno band yeah. right sireno, yeah yeah so could you describe to the audience like what sireno music is uh you want to go ahead and maybe describe what what sireno music is well it's just the more regional mexicano mm. usually uh, has two guitars bass tuba or uh toloche mm, okay yeah what kind of uh regions of mexico usually play this more like Sinaloa. Mm, okay. Yeah. For those parts of Mexico. Yeah, more. That style. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you want to add? Well, he, he knows more like about that style. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Did you guys like choose this type of music? Your yeah, band? like what made you maybe just choose that genre? Well, for me... Um, or that style. Um, so I started like, I started teaching myself to play that type of music in, in, in COVID, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, But at the time, I would, um, 
I've been knowing how to play. Um, I've been playing since I was six. <laughs> but I'll play a lot of like um, it wasn't Spanish music. It was just like random music, like mm-hmm. like Milky Chance or um, like acoustic music, like English music, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from from there, I remember uh, um, when I got like when I was like fourteen, fifteen, I was listening to a lot of Yeka Macho, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I was just like. I would just like imagine, like I'll be walking home and um, like I was just like listening with my headphones and I would just like imagine me playing, like doing what he's doing, you know, like, but I'm like, oh no, I can't do that, you know, like, I, I don't know, how to, I don't know how to play scales like that or I should know the basics, you know? Yeah. And then one day I was like, you know what, you know, why not just pick it up and try something out and, and I was just messing around and I remember the the first song I learned was El, El Mentado and um, it was just, I was just messing around and I'm like, you know, this kind of sounds like this one song. And then um, you start there, seeing patterns in music, yeah, right? Patterns, yeah, yeah patterns. There's, there's patterns in every type of music. Yeah, and um, and then from there I just like memor- like literally I memorized like like it was a pattern. I was just mm-hmm. memorized the patterns, and then from there I learned the scales and everything. And and then a lot of like like Luis has a lot of YouTube, a lot of YouTube or using my ear. You can learn basically anything you want mm-hmm. through YouTube. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Anything. So yeah, did you want to add Kim? I was gonna say, um, this is a little different thing <laughs> moving on um i want to know for as your guys self as a band do you guys talk about how oh actually no are you guys in college i go to college from marin mm-hmm. yeah. and you you, you, you study yeah okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you learn something new <laughs> no i'm not i'm not going to school i just work uh, and what are you studying business business oh, business so as a band, do you guys see yourselves progressing like further into like the music industry as a band? But I'm asking like, are you going to school because are you seeing music as like a career or just for like as right now? Uh, right now, just a pasatiempo, you know, mm-hmm. something fun, mm-hmm. hobby. Okay. Hobby. Yeah. Well, me, um, I see, well, I'm not studying, so I'm just working. Um, I see music as like. Um, Eventually, I want to make it into a career. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a hobby, you know. It's, it's something I like to do. But I do want to uh, make it into a career and, you know, leave leave what I do behind and and focus, you know, on music. But um, but that's the goal for me, um, to take music serious and and continue doing music and not, not stop doing music, you know. Go from mm-hmm. there, yeah, totally. Is it a struggle for you? Oh, wait, sorry. Did you, were you going to say something? I was going to say that's inspiring. That's inspiring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what you're saying is, is is inspiring, you know, because a lot of people, I feel like when they do music, they um, they think it's too hard to achieve their, their dream of maybe playing at like a bigger venue or getting gigs and stuff like that. But it's just about the grind, you know, it's just like any other kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of job. It's just grinding and then getting your name known. Um, and, you know, that, that just growth, you know, just growth if you're consistent with it. It's all about consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you keep going, you'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the goal. And speaking of um, of venues, you guys just recently played at our Day of the Dead event. Um, I wanted to ask both of you, how did you guys feel like about your guys' performance and that day in general? You want to start? Uh, it was all right. Just a little technical. Oh, some technical hiccups. Yeah, just with the speakers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that happens. And that happens. You know what I mean? Like, things go wrong. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of... But you guys played through it. I mean, I listened to you guys. You guys sounded great. Um, I didn't I didn't know that there were some technical issues going on. But you guys just rolled with it, right? You guys just kept going. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. 
How long did you guys play for? Two hour and a half, two hours? Hour and a half, two hours, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, around there, like an mm-hmm. hour. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever played in like a setting like that before? Mm. My uh, old group has been playing for the Day of the Dead the past three years. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, yeah. So, oh. this isn't really new to you? No, nah, it was new uh, in this group. Mm, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And how was that experience with everything? With this new group, <laughs> it's pretty fun. My my old group played the, uh, there too. Mm-hmm. So you so have they, you've had the experience already. Yeah, they were th- playing this year as well. This year as uh-huh. well. Mm-hmm. But I had a I had a blast playing with them. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, I mean, and I saw a lot of people dancing out there too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's also the big part. Is sometimes hard. Sometimes when you guys play to like no audience, mm-hmm. that can be kind of weird, right? It yeah. can feel a little weird. But once you start seeing people coming in, start dancing and stuff, it's like, oh, okay. That's the fun part. That's the fun part, yeah, exactly. It gives you like um, when people like when you start making people dance, it gives you like um, I don't know. It gives you like a. Feeling. It passes on the energy. The energy like, gets passed around. You get like good like serotonin, like a good boost <laughs> of dopamine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I also knew that you guys played another gig that same day, right? Yeah, yeah. Right yeah, before? Right. Yeah, right before, yeah, yeah. Where'd you uh, guys play? In Santa, uh, Santa, Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa, around there. Uh, yeah, Santa Rosa, I think, right? Santa Rosa? Santa Rosa. And how did it feel playing like a, a back-to-back gig, basically? <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we've done stuff like that. Um, oh, okay. Like, uh, like the ones for uh, when, when you guys did the car show. Oh, yeah. Um, we had a backpack uh, on that same day, too. We performed here, and then we went to Richmond. And, um, yeah, we also had days where um, we had, like, two gigs in, like, one day, and then we had another gig the next day. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I mean, it could be tiring, I'll be honest, like, standing. Cause well, we yeah. Stand, we stand there, like. I imagine. Yeah, like, I remember one time we had this, we had this gig. Um, we had two gigs back to back, and one was four hours, and another one was three hours. Oh God! And uh, so we had that one, and then dude, we had that's a one. long day. Yeah, that was a hot. That and you're, was a hot day. you're like moving your body yeah. the whole time. Yeah, that mm-hmm. thing, it's a workout. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you feel it like in your calves and your legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay. uh, and then after that, we had another gig, and that one thing was like another. It was like three hours, but but we felt it on Sunday. Like we were, we were really tired. Like we didn't want to play for the, <laughs> but we had to. The way we had to then. And okay. we ended up going good. Mm-hmm. And how do you... Sorry. No, go ahead. How do you guys, like... Because you're in school, you work. Do you work? Yeah, I work. Yeah. How do you guys, like, manage all your, like, time, different time schedules for everything? For, like, practice and then, like, doing your back-to-back gigs? How does that work? We are, That's why we have a special day, Thursday. We mm. we'll get together and practice. Oh, so Thursday is the day that all of you guys are free. Yeah. So you guys have, like, a designated day to, yeah. to all meet and yeah. continue to practice now nah, that's important like i was saying consistency as long as you guys are meeting like weekly and just getting things down and being ready for like the gigs on the weekends i assume mm-hmm. um then you know that that helps keep the band at least consistent and sounding good because you guys i mean already sound really good but i i know it's hard to keep up with that when you guys have your full-time jobs and yeah you're going to full school full-time or you know all this all these different factors um it's a lot to juggle mm-hmm. so uh yeah and then uh so we're actually nearing um towards the half of the show already um but i did want to ask you guys um what are you guys' biggest musical inspirations like what what really like yeah who who inspires you guys my grandpa your grandpa he passed away already but oh rest uh, in peace no he's a really big musician mostly all of my cousins we all know at least an instrument Mm, okay so you have a very 
like your family is very into music it yeah. seems genetical genetic yeah, yeah something like that <laughs> okay that's yeah. cool so your inspiration is your family what? especially your grandpa my grandpa yeah what's awesome. it what was your grandpa's favorite intru- instrument to play a uh, guitar mm. you know all the many other instruments oh wow oh, okay so inspired me yeah to play that's great mm. how about peace you Ariel? in peace <laughs> yeah rest in peace rest in peace um for me um well for me like i'm the only uh musician in the family mm. uh nobody else like my grandpa they don't play or sing um what really inspired me was um when i was younger um well, when I was younger, um, I, I, I did this music program. It was called Elm. Um, oh, you're part of Elm. Yeah, I was yeah, part yeah. of Elm. I was there for, for cool, for oh. some some years. And, um, Elm is the, like, kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where I learned everything. That's where I learned, like, um, re- like reading music, um, just, like, being in time. Um, music theory. Music theory. Yeah. You know, composing music, all that. All that. I learned that. I learned that there. And um, there, I actually... Uh, just from there being there I, I learned to play a lot of instruments as well um including the guitar but um but what really really inspired me was um i would say like um like like i, I would say like like groups play you know when i was younger mm-hmm. um and i was like you know i was just like a mad like like when i was younger like my imagine my yeah like imagine, an imagination yeah, you're you're putting it in your imagination yeah, like yeah. hey this is this is something I want to do like when I grow manifesting up. Manifesting it. Manifesting it, yeah. yeah. I, mani- I mean, I manifest a lot. But right. But, um, and now I should see myself. And then I remember um, telling my, 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 my mom that I want to learn an instrument. And I was like six years old. And mm-hmm. the, first, the first instrument I learned was the piano. And, and, I, and I remember um, her cousin, her cousin played or something like that. And I remember he sold me the, his first, the piano, my first piano. And yeah. that's where it started. And and then yeah, I mean, what I went from well, there. Yeah, and from there, I mean, you manifested it. Yeah. I mean, you guys have the band here ready and yeah, and I mean, good. You guys are forming a great, great yeah. band here. And you guys, as far as I know, are the only like band really like mu- this type of music that's coming out of Marin right now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There isn't there isn't another band like this unless I don't know maybe they're out there. But you guys are the ones out here, and that's that's what's awesome. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um. Again, I, and I feel like, you know, a lot of artists also tend to just try to keep it to themselves mm-hmm. or try to, like, just do music on their own. You know what I mean? But when you have, like, a group and then you guys all are co- kind of coordinated together, you guys have, like, a more, like, like a more consistent look at each other and, like, okay, look, like, we're here, we're present, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you have a band together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that play music, but there's just, like, um, for hire, you know what I mean? Like, um, mm-hmm. like, if... Like for example, like session musicians or something, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. people who just come in to record music or just to or play, like, like play, play gigs, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not it's really part of a band. It's hard yeah. to find people, you know, to like form actually want to form a band. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I know that you guys. I don't know if you guys come across struggles right now within a group, but I know you guys probably will, and I feel like conflict arises sometimes, and I feel like as long as you guys both. Or all, I mean, all of you push through it. You guys have really accomplished something big, mm-hmm. and I hope the best for all for all of you guys as a band, and to just grow as individuals. Yeah, and yeah. everything. Ha. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. yeah, great. So um, we are going to now transition um, 
to our next set of uh, members. So thank you both mm-hmm. for thank for being guys. on right now, and uh, we'll be right back. We're gonna go ahead and play uh, Ismael Lara's new song "Soul Purpose," uh, and we'll be right back. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Evolving wings. Yeah. I'm a genius, original purpose, resurrect like the phoenix From the mother lotus emerges, no longer feel worthless To be a service to purpose, it's evolving wings por vida Got them all I need, I internal flame, the brain got me insane It's been a pain, your seat's pain, my soul wounded Some wounds can't be computed, God's great shadows meet a darkest alley Demons came for me, but I gained those parried Swiss swings, tell the soul is rapidly Call it horror meets fantasy, lower energies move like cavities Sucker MCs, no substance, ignore the earth's cry Sucker MCs, no substance, don't realize we never die Misguided by subsidized lies, I'm guided by my ancestors' war cries Borgon floor spinning truth, encouraging your spine Evolving wings is manifesting your divine Don't give up, fly Compassionate can't pay my soul purpose Wings up, wings up, wings up Compassionate can't pay my soul purpose Wings up, wings up, wings up, wings up Compassionate can't pay my soul purpose Wings up, wings up, wings up Compassionate can't pay my soul purpose Wings up, wings up Fui bendecido por los grandes que fincan cuatro paredes No pudieron descifrar esta trivia No compartieron visiones que nos preceden Las ansias de esta arrebate en el alma que nos conmueve Son solo números, dígitos y algoritmos Ínfimos, tan superfluos, minúsculos, poco críticos Son la vergüenza de soles que se asimilan Se opacan, bajan la cara cambiando la narrativa Es la miseria del mapa mundo moderno queriendo cortar all right, and we're back. So that was, again, Soul Purpose um, by our good friend Ismael Lara, who actually goes now by um, Evolving Wings. So if you search up Evolving Wings on Spotify, you can listen to his music. Um, and yeah, and I also did want to do a quick announcement that open mic nights are postponed until January of next year. Um, so thank you to all who participated in open mic night. And thank you to Adi Agresiva, of course, for being an open mic night as well. And we'll uh, be kickstarting those next uh, year. Um, so just letting everyone know that. Uh, and then we also have our Christmas in the Canal toy drive currently going on here at the Multicultural Center of Marin. So if you have any toys that you want to um, help donate and uh, you know give for our annual uh, toy drive, uh, you can come by uh, to MCM on Monday, Monday through Friday between 9 to 5 p.m. Um, and please drop off the toys by Friday of December 15th. So... Yeah, um, but now moving on, we have Brian and Kevin here with us. Uh, thank you both for being on the show with us today. Um, go ahead and just introduce yourselves and, and what you guys play in the band. Oh, hello, my name is Kevin Esquivel, and I play Armonia for Adia Gesiva. Hello, my name is Brian Gonzalez, and I'm the um, little singer for Adia Gesiva. Awesome. Well, thank you both for being on the show with us today. We just finished talking with Ariel and Luis, um, but we'd love to hear more of your guys' perspective. So, um, again, I wanted to ask, so what, what made you guys start? Um, pl- so what? I guess I'll start with Kevin. What made you start playing the guitar? Uh, well, no one in my family plays the guitar. Mm. I'm the first one. And when COVID barely started, I saw many people starting to pick up a guitar and I was like, maybe I'll give it a try. And during COVID, I just watched YouTube videos 
and picked up the guitar and taught myself. Gotcha. Play. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be a running trend. I'm saying. I was about to say, I see a pattern: <laughs> COVID and learning an instrument. Learning an instrument through YouTube. I mean, it works. And you, I mean, you guys sound great. You sounds like you guys were like taught by like professionals and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like. Um, and then Brian, how did how did you get into uh, singing? Yeah. Um, well, I've like always like like to sing mm-hmm. and stuff. You know. Uh, also, my dad, he was uh, a singer when he was young. He was uh, a mariachi. Oh. Since he was like, um, I would say like 10 years old until like 25. Yeah, he and his brothers, um, they made like a, like a little group. And they, they, he says that they knew like about 400 songs that, oh, like, wow. from, the, from the past. So, and since then, and yeah, so my dad was like always like telling me, oh, you know, like, uh, like music is really good. Mm-hmm. You, should, you should do it, and then that motivated motivated me to like uh, be a singer and be a little bit like my dad. I you see. Know? Yeah. Do you do you play a guitar as? I mean, sorry. Do you play an instrument as well? I know how to play a little bit of the drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm learning how to play the guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I like practice with Adiel. There, he teaches me a little bit, or, or with Kevin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. So you guys teach each other. Yeah. Every now and then, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to add? Uh, no. Oh, okay. What? What? Sorry. What is? What is one accomplishment that you guys? I know you guys have like many accomplishments, like with being able to perform so many times, and I feel like being able to perform back to back is a huge ac- accomplishment. But aside from that, what's a big accomplishment that you guys feel for yourselves that you've had within the group? Because a normal memory, like what's one of you guys' favorite memories as a group so far? Okay, playing at the 4th of July. Oh, 4th of oh, July. No, I mean, the, the 30th, I think, at the fair, actually. When we oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was a good memory mm. with the group. Yeah, and you got we got to thank Santi for making that possible. So shout out to Santi for, for helping uh, Aria Agresiva actually get on the, the 4th of July. Yeah. Um, Marin County Fair, to yeah. play at the Marin County Fair. Yeah, that, um, that, that was a really good experience. We weren't expecting, like, <laughs> I didn't know about it yet, but... Uh, then uh, like since I knew Santi, then I I like texted her and like, and she was like, hey, you guys like, you guys can can perform at the Fourth of July, and then um, yeah, she she was the main, the the one that made it happen. Yeah, and it was like really good. And also, of course, the um the day of the death mm-hmm. that was a really like, like great accomplishment. Yeah, we seeing like that many people. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. Really good. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I think it's uh, important. I mean, I, I said I mentioned this with uh, Ariel and Luis, but like it's so important that you guys are playing this type of music, Daniel style music, in Marin County because it's like not there's not many people doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think like especially playing at the Marin County Fair, um, you know, they do have like their traditional music sometimes. Like you know, there's there's like the dance groups, like the like traditional regional dance groups and stuff, but like. Having like a Sedanio band and like you guys being so young, like it's yeah, it, it is really cool that that you guys got a chance to play in front of um, a, a diverse group of people, yeah. right? And I feel like since you guys are all, I'm pretty sure you guys are all pretty young. <laughs> um, it's I think for other people who are also looking to go into music, like other youth, it's very inspiring for them to see someone as maybe like same race or something, same age group going towards that. And it's very inspirational. And you got you have an amazing voice too. <laughs> I heard you, you say you have an amazing <laughs> voice. Thank you. <laughs> and I wanted to add. So what 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 are you guys' kind of biggest musical inspirations? Like what 
what inspired you to start playing music? What inspired me was some of the new era, like that's popping up, like Fuerza Regida, Marca mm-hmm. Mepe, but mostly uh, listening to old songs like old throwbacks like Ariel Camacho, uh, Miguel y Miguel, because that's what my family grew up listening to. Mm. And I was like, one day I'll probably be able to play for them at yeah. the party. So that was like. Awesome. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Uh, like I, I said, my dad, he was like a mariachi player. Um, he would like listen to those like old like old songs, mm-hmm. and uh, of course also my um, I have this uh, cousins that they have a group as well. Um, they are called Amanecer del Norte. Mm-hmm. They started it since like they were like super young as well, and uh, yeah, they they have been doing that. Right now they are like thirty, mm-hmm. so um, you know that's like how like how. It, what inspires me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, uh, it seems like you have a very musical family as well, similar to Luis. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did your dad teach you how to sing or you kind of picked it up? I, I would see like my dad like singing sometimes. He would like um, sing like birthday parties and mm. stuff. And, I, and also my sister, she took classes um, mm-hmm. for like, like singing. And she would like teach me like how to like breathe in, like mm-hmm. how to like work while singing. Mm-hmm. And uh, then just like, just by watching videos on YouTube and seeing like how like Ariel Camacho and uh, Miguel and Miguel were like singing, I would like mm-hmm. trying. Mm, gotcha. Bit, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to know now what what's something you guys do to prepare prepare yourself before a show. Like you do, do you do like vocal? What is it called? Like like warm ups. Warm yeah, like yeah. vocal warm ups or like do you do like I don't know because I feel like maybe playing for is like hurts your hand for a long time. So what do you guys do? To warm up. Yeah. Just crack my fingers oh. <laughs> loose and just stretch them out on the Works play. every time. Yeah. Yeah. And just practice some notes, some some rhythm to get into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we always like have like a like a part of a song like ready before we go to like perform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we try it in, um, and play it like how we, we were going to play at the while performing. And just like kind of like a, a cappella. Mm-hmm. And you say trying to get like ourselves ready, like non nervous. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. And what made you kind of start with um, or oh man, I lost a question. Oh, I lost a question. It happens. It happens. Um, <laughs> so, actually, so okay, moving on. I, I wanted to ask you guys. Um, so going back to Day of the Dead, um, you know, how how did it feel like playing at an event like that? Um, I guess both the car show and the Day of the Dead event that happened a few weeks ago. Um, like, what was your what was your biggest takeaway from that? Like, what what you guys learn as a group? Mm-hmm. You feel the sometimes challenges occur on stage, but you don't notice it. But you just gotta adapt and make the best out of it. So, are you talking about like the, the speakers that yeah, went out? Speakers. Okay. And at the end, it was a good result because there was a lot of people and there was people dancing, which was good for us because we saw that our music we had was making people dance. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, w- I would say the same thing. You know, like. Um, uh yeah like the problem we have with the speakers and uh, we like it was too late already to like figure out like something to because we were performing already and we tried um to our best that we could to fix them we even like like put one of the speakers like looking the other way so So you guys try to improvise yeah yeah. try to improvise Mm -hmm. there but you know like hopefully um like people liked it and you know like i mean (laughs) you guys are awesome and you saw a lot of people out there and i saw people were even taking pictures with you guys after the after the event ended that was that that was like a really great feeling that like for for all of us we were (laughs) expecting that yeah over just like people starting like coming up and taking Mm -hmm. pictures with us Mm -hmm. so like you know like starting of uh 
like, like good like you know mm-hmm. just give them that extra confident boost <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah you guys played a great set <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just saw people like lining up. Mm-hmm. I was like outside. I I can't. I didn't go really to the Day of the Dead. I came like at the end, but I was like outside. And then like once you guys finished, I saw people like lining up, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that must have felt really great for you guys and as a group for you guys to keep pushing and everything. Yes. And one question that I had, um, I remembered it now, is how do you guys like create your set list? Like, how do you guys know what songs to play, or do you guys just kind of go off of like what you guys want to play next, or depending on the mood of the audience, maybe like like how do you guys determine all that? Well, um, like I, I don't know like all of the songs. Mm-hmm. I do know like the rhythm of them, mm-hmm. and sometimes I do know like the lyrics and stuff. But it's like since we play like sometimes like 30, 40, 50 songs and we have to constantly use like go right away. Yeah, because you guys you know? just go nonstop. Yeah. So basically, um, Ariel, he's the one that um, he's like, OK, so you guys are going to play fa or do or so. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, we also um, I made like a little like screen mm-hmm. out of uh, out of a broken um, like speaker. Oh, okay. I put it off, and, uh, and then I got, like, a little TV and set it up there. So from far away, it looks like if it's in a speaker, but if you're close, so it's just, like, a, like in a screen, and then you see the lyrics right there. Oh, and you just sing along. Yeah. Oh, so smart. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So we do that, and then um, we just finish playing one song, and then we just, like, switch another one, and we use, like, uh, Google Slides for it. Yeah. Yeah, for the, for the lyrics. So Great. Nice. Yeah. You wanted to add? Yeah, but sometimes it depends on the rhythm and how the audience is feeling. Mm. So usually when they're eating, we just play like corridos or like slow, like easy songs. And then when we see that it's like getting late or like more people are getting amped up, we start playing the, the rhythm song. Yeah. I'm hyped. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so you, wait, I don't know how that works. Like, do you guys like pause in between like your songs or do you go like back to back? Uh, what do you mean like oh uh, like, cuz you cuz you said you like it depends like on the audience like do you pause in between one song and then you like see how the audience is and you like switch uh no we usually play so for uh, if we're going to play at a tocada we usually have a we have an hour set or we mm. depending on the hours we're playing we we like divide it up to like different classics mm. so um, rhythm so like the first hour we'll play like just normal classic corridos then the second hour, depending, we'll, we'll start with corridos and then start switching the rhythm up. Mm, so our fingers don't tie. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes <laughs> sense. Like, you, you kind of start like, getting people gathered, and then once you start getting a good audience, then you start playing, like, all the big songs. Mm, yeah. Okay, okay. I feel like that's how it is at concerts sometimes with bands as well, right? Like, if you go see your favorite band, they sometimes don't. Maybe they do start with their, like, the best song or, like, their most popular songs, mm-hmm. and then they go into, like, their more not-known songs. That's... You know what I mean? The concerts that I've been to recently, uh-huh. like, that's, like, the opposite. They always do, like... That's the not be- known? Like, yeah, oh, the, the best? best song at the end. Yeah, that's I mean, usually how they... Do. I mean, it depends, right? It depends, so... I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's annoying for it's annoying for me, you know, because I'm like, ah, well... And I'm like, are they going to play it or not? <laughs> yeah. Or unless the, I really like the band, I don't know. But um, like how they did when uh, Slavon Armado came, they played, like, Ella Baila Sola right at the end. Uh-huh. So it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody was just waiting for that song. And, yeah. mm. So it was like... So speaking of concerts, actually, um, do you guys go to a lot of concerts and, and watch other groups play? Uh, I go to a couple, but it usually depends on, on the artist. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a, if we're, like, free, 
or yeah. I don't have something to do. Yeah, yeah. I like. But you do enjoy watching yeah. live music. Yeah, it, it depends as well. Like, like if I have time. Uh, last year I used to go like every every Saturday on su- on summer last year, but then because it's a little expensive as well. It's <laughs> yeah, like, I know concerts are expensive. Like Seventy, eighty, one hundred and twenty sometimes. Wow. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's, but it's all, it also depend depends on, like the artist that's gonna come mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Do you guys go to like bailes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is that constant? Uh. When you have the time, not really. Yeah, no. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. Um, okay. What what baile locations are there here? And I mean, probably not in Marin, but maybe like somewhere Santa up Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. There's constantly some in Santa Rosa. Oh, I San see. Jose. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Cool. Yeah. Also in Peraluma, there is some as well. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Peraluma. My brother yeah. goes to them like every weekend. <laughs> yeah, I see. I'm like, that's, I know they're over there. That's something that has honestly, for me has been just like wow to me is like how many younger people are like actually going to buy lists mm-hmm. again and stuff like that but like traditional you know like regional type buy lists you know what i mean yeah so it's like seeing that is like like really cool especially from younger people because i know it's big in texas you know in texas yeah. they, that's like yeah. the epicenter for that type of stuff but i'm seeing it so much more here like you're saying up north mm-hmm. in petaluma and santa rosa and even in the south in san jose yeah. it seems like it's just that's awesome so it's cool that you guys are a part you know try to participate in, in that as well yeah um did you uh actually moving moving forward um i did want to ask another question regarding so okay you guys talked about your musical inspirations and about going to concerts how important do you guys see like having connections like how do you guys make different connections because like for example santi helped you guys get into the marine county fair um like have you had other experiences like that where you've made some connections or what what advice do you have for musicians especially like to get out there advertise yourselves you know two different questions (laughs) i guess that is two different questions but yeah i mean I just feel like trying to um, show your group more often. Just mm-hmm. little things. It doesn't matter if you're going to start charging at first, but just trying to get your group name out there. Mm-hmm. So as much people can hire you or you, you can get some work during the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Like um, like the, that time that we came to perform for... Um, the open mic? The, the open mic? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't think that there would be someone there like watching us and that would hire us to play for a day of yeah. that. Yeah, and then uh, Karina was there, and then um, Santi talked to us about her, and uh, yeah, it was really surprising for us. And yeah, so. so it's good it's good for people to just go out there and do gigs. You know yeah. what I mean? And just expose yourselves, like you know, to to an audience. You know, because you never know who's watching, right? Yeah. yeah. So you guys, trying to, yeah, uh-huh. you never know who's watching. You never know what opportunities might arise from what you're doing so yeah that yeah. that's like our plan right now like tr- to get out there mm-hmm. uh so people can discover us like or like our main goal right now is like one day we go to um the pepe's office i don't know if you have ever heard of that what is what is that pepe's office it's like that's like the of the office of like all the like big artists they go to them and then uh that's where they 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 like expand and like people get to know them mm. it's like it's the, almost the, like a podcast. Like too. a podcast. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Where is that? It's it's on YouTube. It's just called Pepe's Office. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. You, but you go to them like physically? Uh, no. It's uh, it's down in LA. He's located in LA, but oh. he he usually hires famous groups and the, and he highlights yeah, groups highlights. as well. Oh, I yeah. See. Like if you're like us, if like us, we're starting right now, and if uh, we 
expand a little bit and then he hears about us then he's probably calls us and you know that's how he did for ariel camacho and then uh yeah he, he like mm. gotcha. so, i never knew about that mm. yeah <laughs> um, speaking on the on you guys getting uh bookings and everything how how do you guys get booked basically yeah how can for, people contact you yeah for someone to for you guys to come to, play to hire yeah so we we are on the social media um mm-hmm. instagram and uh facebook okay and we also made like cards the sometimes like for like every gig that we have at the end we uh, put the cards down there or just like give them to yeah people. you give them out and then uh, people just call us like if we're available like the weekend sometimes they just call us like on friday and then they want us to play that like, right the next day yeah like last minute right and like, there has been situations where um we can go and sometimes like, we cannot go mm-hmm. so we just like talk to the group and we just figure something out yeah something yeah. out what's best yeah but you can find us on facebook and instagram as Ari Agresiva. okay for booking We'll have we'll have that linked in the bio of the it's live stream as well. Adia underscore Agnesiva, right? Yeah, I think. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so we'll we'll have that linked uh, in our bio. So in case anyone watching uh, wants to hire you guys or is interested mm-hmm. in, in hiring guys, uh, you guys can you know contact that through there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then I mean, speaking of your guys' gigs, um, it seems like you guys' gigs you guys play in very different environments. You know what I mean? Like you have that fourth, the fourth of July is like one type of venue. Then the day of the dead's another, another type of venue. And then I think you guys have played for quinces before or no quinces or birthday parties, birthday parties. Party. Party. So what's, what's like, what do you see is like kind of like the differences between playing through different venues? Like, do you guys maybe seem to play more of one type of music when it's at a birthday party or, or just does it depend on the audience? Like how, how do you guys see those kind of changes? Uh, we just, just the atmosphere basically, but, mm. uh, every type of location is different due to the sound and mm. uh, the audience. So, but we always try to play all the songs we have or as much as we can for the audience to get a little taste of what we can play. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, of course, uh, for a birthday, we always like start with like, uh, Feliz Cumpleaños. Oh yeah. Like the, uh-huh. like the famous song. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you say, and then we just like play like all of the songs. Sometimes just people, um, they like ask us for songs. They like a few days before the, the gig, they like send us a message and they're like, uh, we want you guys to, like play this like specific song. Specific yeah. Songs. Oh gosh. Or sometimes they like ask us for like specific songs while we are playing. And uh, we just tell them that we're going to learn them, like, through our break. We usually get, like, 10, 15-minute break. Oh, so you guys yeah. just can learn songs like that on the spot? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> That's impressive. And do you guys... Um, what was my question? Um, do you guys... What was my question? I had a question. It was based... It's been happening. There's, like, a question-taking ghost or something yeah, in the room oh right gosh. now. <laughs> <laughs> I know it happens. We can get back to okay, it. Yeah, we back. can get back to I'm it. Um, it. Continuing on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, playing at different venues, making oh, these. Con- oh, I sorry. I came back. <laughs> OK. My question was, do you guys or do you write your own songs as well? Or uh, is it all just a track that you guys like that someone tells you to sing like certain songs, as you said? Uh, we just started writing songs. Oh. Uh, we. Um, Ariel, he's mm-hmm. the one that um, I think he has like five songs, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to record like 
three, I think. Yeah. The, the ones that we have, um, like Ready Ready, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know if you you have. I think it's just Adiel that has written some, and then the other ones we just take like the lyrics out of uh, Google, mm-hmm. and we just put them like on the the computer so we can like see them oh, while okay. performing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you guys are coming out with like your own music soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. It's and then exciting too. Yeah. How is that process going so far? It's really good right now. We are um, in the process of finding someone that can like record us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, we just right here, right now. We can record <laughs> it right here, right <laughs> now. So, <After> yeah. <laughs> so potentially, you'll you'll see. Maybe we can work something out. But again, yeah. it's about making these connections. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's not a lot of spaces. I would say. I mean, you guys can add on to this, but I don't think there's very many spaces that are like affordable in in Marin County to like record music. Um, and you know, just, just to let everyone know that's hearing and watching right now is like this space that we're using right now, I've helped record music here too. So, um, again, this is like a space for you guys to just like use and take advantage of, because like I said, there isn't any opportunity. Like I, I, I know there's a couple studios here in Marin, but they're like upscale, like, you know, like Santana recording studios. You know what I mean? Like, cause Santana's from Marin County. And he, he, um, you know, he records in studios here all the time. But like, again, there's people who are just starting out. It's really hard to just kind of like go and, and put yourself out, like get, pay like a hundred dollars for per hour or something like that. You know what I mean? To get like music recorded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mostly when you're learning to it. When you're learning. It can be complicated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to just have like start somewhere. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, yeah. That, that's our goal right now to like, record those like three songs that we have. And those songs that you get, those original songs, have you guys played them live yet at all? Uh, we played one of them live already. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it was like or two. Yeah, or two live, yeah. Two. Oh, okay, great. We played yeah. a couple. Oh, okay. We played them uh, um, at, the, at the car show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at a car, at a car show, show and at a party. And at a party. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so yeah, I mean that that's the way to do it is just to start playing like familiar songs and then sneaking in your guys' original songs mm-hmm. and seeing how people react to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that, that's smart. That's a nice gift that you guys all have, being able to like sync everyone together and just learn a new song. Or Yeah, like, dude, I'm I'm impressed by that too. I feel like that I mean, I don't play any instruments or anything, but I would assume that that is pretty hard to do, especially since there's four of you guys, if there's two of you, I feel like that would be maybe a little easier. But four of you guys, I feel like. I don't know. I think I think for me, um, especially from the experiences I've had with recording people's music, is that mm-hmm. I feel like when you're in a bigger group, it's better to collaborate because mm-hmm. like there's more ideas flying. Or it yeah. could be harder. No, it's. I feel like it's easier, easier? because oh, okay. yeah, because one can know the rhythm and someone can know a melody, so mm-hmm. it's just way easier to yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> Sometimes but it dep- like, everyone's different, though. Yeah. You know, there's some people that like just working with themselves and then having maybe some advice later. Yeah. But it's it all depends on the musician. Mm-hmm. Musicians are all very picky. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, I I did want to start moving on. What piece of advice do you guys have for, let's say, a youth? You know, some kid who who just got his first guitar or wants to get into uh, voice like improving their voice what advice do you guys have for them specifically i guess um you could you could talk talk about like how kevin you can talk about like okay what what advice do you have for starting guitar players like guitar players who are just starting out uh just trust the process um it takes a lot of patience and sometimes you can get really tired so 
and also being able to come out of your comfort zone because it's not something you do and just practice and practice. That's how you get better at it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think the I think the hardest thing for me, like I play a very, very little amount of guitar. I actually took guitar class at Centerfall High School in like two years, but it's terrible. <laughs> it was not, it didn't really teach you anything. You know what I mean? It was just like going off of a book, but I'm not a good like book learner. Like I don't, I like learning more physically. Like if someone shows me, and they're like, okay, play this. Like, so if I have someone one on one with me, like showing me how to play, like that's how I learn better. Um, but also through YouTube, there's a lot of great resources, like you guys were both saying, that you can learn how to play chords, learn about scales, uh, learn about B, like rhythm, like BPMs, all that stuff. Um, you can all really learn online. But you did you want to add? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that um, how Kevin was saying, like, um, like guitar can be really hard to like learn. Mm-hmm. But if you're like focus on it and you're like just like you know like practice how Ariel does like two or three hours, um, I think you can do really good and like learn pretty fast. Um, like while singing, just like I would just recommend people to just like you know keep like a healthy uh, like mind mm-hmm. and uh, also if like they have like songs that they specific songs that they like or like. A, like a genre, you know, mm-hmm. just like to focus on that, because if they like, like are just like transitioning how we were doing it um, when we had the other group with like the cumbias, mm-hmm. uh, it was just really hard because we would like play um, with the with like the other guitars in a different rhythm, and then when we would practice the other with the other group, it was like a di- another totally different rhythm, mm-hmm. so it was like hard, you know. Mm-hmm. But, Mm-hmm. I just I just say it's just like stay in one like, and I, th- yeah. I think something especially for singing um, that I've heard from a lot of um, like that's the one thing I do enjoy doing is singing so from a lot of people that I heard that are you know great singers is that uh, confidence just having confidence and I think that goes well with playing an instrument too is just yeah. like putting it in your head like yeah I'm, I'm doing good mm-hmm. I'm doing fine you know what I mean like if you like really get into that mindset cause it's a mindset thing too right yeah just re- like just remind yourself like you're just better no one's better than than yourself you just exactly yourself mm-hmm. yeah. don't doubt yourself yeah. never and so it, yeah. everything comes with progress and everything yeah. like no one learns something just like that it all comes with time yeah yeah because mm-hmm. like, before i texted a deal i gave up like the guitar for like a cool eight months oh really yeah i didn't oh. touch it. i got tired frustrated uh-huh. and then i heard one song and i was like Maybe this will bring me back, and I played it, and that's what brought me back. See, any any amount of inspiration Mm -hmm. can take you a long way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are situations where like uh, like like me singing, I sometimes just like I like break down. You know, like um, like everybody's like playing, and then I don't know where I just like forget like the rhythm. And you're like, ah, and and then I I was like, I have to like ask Cario like, how (laughs) how does this go again? (laughs) Yeah, it's going again. Yeah. But we try to do it like while like playing, so that people cannot like like see yeah. like that mm-hmm. like us just like breaking down like as a group, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, like how you say like keeping the confidence up, and uh, I think people people can do it, and it's fun. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's having it's fun too. Yeah, basically yeah. mm-hmm. just enjoy, enjoy, it, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. As long about, yeah. Every every time you play or sing, the more you get better. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely. That's how it is. All right. Well, thank you both. Uh we're actually right at the end and of our show. 
That was so quick. Yeah, it went by really quick. But it was also felt like, you know, it went quick because we had all, all four of you guys on, on the show. Uh, I wish we could have had you all here for, but yeah. unfortunately our table isn't big enough for that. <laughs> but thank you also. Um, thank again, you both, yeah, no, thank you guys. And uh, thank you to Ariel and Luis as well mm-hmm. for their time on being on the show. Again, you guys can check out Ariel Agresiva through Instagram. We'll have their information on our bio. And thank you all for watching. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.